to the Lighten Up Podcast with Lauren Polly, your invitation for living on the lighter side of life. I'm Lauren Polly, and I am delighted you have chosen to join me for episode 219, calling a spade a spade. Uh, we are going to talk about my favorite trick for dealing with difficult people. Not that any of us have that in our lives, I'm sure. Uh, geez, it just seems like no matter where you go, you run into interesting folks. Um, and they're interesting because they are choosing interesting things. Uh, that's that, without going into judgment of where people are functioning from, being able to kind of go, okay, well, this person likes to fight, this one kind of likes to backstab, uh, this one plays victim and is trying to control me with it. There's all sorts of interesting tactics that people use when they're interacting with you. And so many of us, we go blind to that. We only see people the way we want to see them. We only see them the way that they kind of match into our reference points um, or our definitions. We love somebody. We don't want to see the the things that they may do that may hurt us. Um, Vice versa, we kind of see someone and like, oh, no way should I let them in my life. But they may have something really cool to offer. Uh, And we also see people at one snapshot in time and we make such a definition of what that person is in that moment that we carry it forward from here on out. And people don't stay the same. People move, people groove, people change and evolve. I know you have done that. I have done that. Wouldn't it be beautiful to be able to see people in every moment as they're choosing to show up and not holding them hostage to how they were five years ago, even five minutes ago? I know personally that is a reaction point that I have with folks and it took me a really long time to figure out why some people just rubbed me the wrong way. Some people in my life that had been there before, um, either as a uh, casual encounter, people that I've known for a long time. And it wasn't the comfort of old friends. It was almost that they were holding me to, holding me accountable almost to the vision they had of the last time we interacted. And I had changed. I didn't choose to be that person that I was back then. And because they were holding me in such a stagnant position in their head, I felt like I was constantly fighting against that picture that they had. Uh, If any long-term relationship, this definitely holds for even people that you've met just a couple times, but it's more sporadic, you may notice it too. Uh, One of my favorite tricks just to loosen it up for other people is be like, oh, wow, I wonder who they are right now. And whenever I see someone I haven't seen for a while, that's usually how I kind of approach people is I wonder who they are right now. And it allows the past that you had with them to still be present, but at the same time, it leaves enough wiggle room and space for them to be able to actually show up differently, to grow and to change and to perhaps display their desire to do that, that other people wouldn't really have given them the opportunity to. Uh, So that's just a kind of side note and a beautiful energy to be offering other people. And what would it take to have more people actually offer you the same, meeting you with fresh eyes each time? Um, Being able to have people in their entirety, in that moment, how they're choosing to function, what they're coming at you with is really, really powerful. To be able to, my favorite saying ever, call a spade a spade in that moment without reacting to it, without shoving it out of your world, without judging it, without fighting it, and just kind of being like, okay, who is this person now? 
and allowing themselves to reveal themselves. Being able to kind of pull the wool from your own eyes, pull the filters away, will let you call a spade a spade. Being able to see things for what they are in that moment gives you so much more ease dealing with any difficult person you may find. You may just start to see where some of their baser patterns are popping up to the surface. Someone who always likes to play victim, likes to play pathetic, and before you know it, it's like there's this weird energy in your interaction because they're trying to get you to do something, but they're doing it in a way that's all kind of smeary and weird because they're pulling up that past behavior of the victimhood. If you can look at them with clear eyes and go, oh, okay, I see what you're doing, you now have a choice because you're not in judgment of whether you want to play into that, whether you want to call them out on it. So many different choices actually come as opposed to me going, wow, this is a really weird energy. I don't like what they're doing or me reacting to it in some way. Being able to actually go, okay, this is who this person is right here, right now. Here are the choices that they're making, gives you the ability to go, okay, I have that information, now what would I like to choose? It's interesting to see how many of us actually go into reaction patterns, especially in longer relationships. Like if you had an interaction with somebody and they rubbed you the wrong way and you rubbed them the wrong way, you meet again, you're both holding those definitions of each other, guess what? You're going to rub each other the wrong way again. Again, if you can meet somebody with fresh eyes, who are they right now? And if they haven't changed, which some people just don't choose to, okay, and show up without you taking that kind of opposite stance, you may actually add enough space into the dynamic to be able to have more freedom for yourself. The interaction may go differently because you're not buying into that past dynamic and you're not letting your buttons be pushed. I mean, living from reaction, which is just basically somebody pushes a button and before you know it, you're like shooting off at the mouth or you're running away scared or you're shutting down. Um, Whatever that is, it doesn't really give you any freedom of choice. It doesn't lead to more awareness or more consciousness. It just kind of loops you into old ways of being. Being able to call a spade a spade, get really clear, that again is a step towards presence in the moment. A step towards non-judgment, because if you're judging something, oh boy, you know, there's no choice there. You're going to get locked in. And then also being able to not have this reaction thing where you're resisting and your buttons are getting pushed to them will add more freedom as well. It's basically being able to look at somebody and just be like, okay, cool, I see you. I see what you're choosing. I'm not judging it. I don't have to play into it. I don't have to react to it. This is what it is. And you know what? You don't have to understand it either. So many of us, we meet people where we're like, I don't know why that person is doing what she's doing. Why, 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 why? And whenever we start asking those why questions, before you know it, you're down the rabbit hole of trying to get it. You know, like there must be some good reason that person is treating you the way that they are. Uh, That rarely leads to more clarity. And really calling a spade a spade is all about that. It's actually being able to have more clarity and ease in any moment. And if you're going down the path of trying to understand somebody, trying to get them, 
either you loop yourself in so dynamically that you're like trying to figure them out and puzzle piece them and dig a little deeper. Uh, before you know it, you may run across some sort of justification for why they're treating you the way that they are. And sometimes we excuse poor behavior, even abusive behavior that way. That's not a very empowered place to go. Or you go the opposite way, where because you can't understand them, because you don't get it, you shove it outside of your world. And before you know it, you've created a massive blinder. You're like, I don't get why they're doing that, but I don't want to look at it. It's its own form of resistance and reaction. You get your buttons pushed and you just go, nope. And whenever you do that with someone, especially if you have to continue to interact with them, a boss at work, a colleague, someone you're creating with, a family member, <laughs> a neighbor, you know, there's a lot of different ways this can play out. Whenever you go, nope, that part of you is not allowed, you piecemeal out that person that you're dealing with and you've created a blinder to that side of them. Well, whenever you create a blinder, guess what? You're opening the space for them to come around and get you and you don't even see it coming. And whenever you're also doing that, you're creating that energy I spoke of before where it's like holding someone to such a definition and holding them so rigid of like that 80% of you, that's good. That can be here to interact with me, but that 20%, mm -mm. and whenever you're doing that, again, that blockade, that barrier starts to come in, it doesn't really create a lot for you or for them. So right now, let's just look at your own self where have a lot of your current interactions and your past interactions too led to a piecemealing of you? Where some parts were okay to be and some parts weren't? Where have people kind of shoved judgeable offenses that you have out of the way? Just get a sense of that. And now get a sense of what that created for you. Were you able to be aware of those parts? Were you able to explore them enough where you go, you know, this works for me or this doesn't work for me? And sometimes we need that experimentation. We need that little bit of playing room to be the victim, to be the meanie, to be the one who's happy all the time and doesn't look at other people in an empathetic way. It can look a myriad of different ways. To be the queen in the room where everyone else has to bow at our feet, right? All these different roles and energies that we play with. Sometimes we need that little bit of experimentation and people allowing that to go, oh, that's what that creates. That doesn't actually work for me. I'm gonna choose to change it. When we do this with each other and we piecemeal each other out, we're not willing to look at each other with honest eyes, non-judgmental eyes, and allow all parts of it to be here. We create those, those barriers where either, again, we're getting surprised when other people come to bite us, or we're creating this energy for other people or ourselves where the entirety of them, the experimentation, the play to be able to learn and to grow and to change gets cut off. This is an interesting thing because so often we are constantly dealing with people in this way. We're not willing and not able to just plant our feet, not get pushed, not get reactive, not get angry, not bow away, just plant our feet, open up, and just look at somebody in their entirety. And know that in this moment, in this moment, that's how they're choosing to function. That's calling a spade a spade. 
when you call a spade a spade in a way where you're like, you were once mean to me, you're always going to be mean. Or you were once my friend, therefore you're always going to be my friend. Ugh, how many times has that come back to bit us in the butt? My goodness. That's again a definition that's only seeing part of them and it's fixing their entirety of them into that one moment. What I'm talking about with this beautiful energy, calling a spade a spade, planting your feet, being present with them, letting all of it be here, whether or not you agree with it, whether or not you understand it or get it, whether or not you enjoy it, just letting it all be. And then from there, with all that information, without holding it and going, this is the way they're always going to be, you actually get a choice in that moment of what to do, how to interact, what to say. You have the choice to stay. You have the choice to leave. You have a choice to ask a question and ruffle their feathers a little bit, maybe get them more present to the moment. You have a choice to be kind to them, even if they're so unwilling to receive it. You have a choice, too, to stand up and maybe bite back. There's always choice in the moment, but so many of us don't give ourselves the play and the experimentation because we're afraid of the exact same thing. Someone will see us behave one way, we're going to get locked in and defined as that, and therefore we're going to lose our choice to change later. Imagine having interactions with people where we were doing this with each other. No judgment, no piecemealing out of people, no resisting, just kind of, okay, that's what is right now. That's what is. Cool. I wonder what will be. And what's required right now in this moment to be able to engage and interact with this person with ease. It allows you to start actually challenging everywhere that you've already mapped out who this person is. It'll give them more freedom to change and yourself too. And it'll also kind of open up your eyes into the people who habitually choose one thing. You can ask some more questions if they're not willing to change. Is this a behavior you've been excusing and justifying? And really and truly, if you're not digging down the rabbit hole, having to find a justification and make it okay to be treated that way, perhaps you just come to the non-reactive, non-judgmental conclusion, in this moment, that actually doesn't work for me, and I'm going to choose something different. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with any of this. Interaction should be play and experimenting. And we shouldn't hold each other in this defined stance and hold them accountable to living up to it. Allowing people the freedom to change, but also having clear eyes with what they're choosing now and how you can choose to be with them in that moment to create greater. That's a ticket to freedom right there. Let me know how this one goes. It's a very fascinating conversation. More information and more play may be required. You can always reach out to me at lauren at laurenpolly.com. And if you'd like a one-to-one sit down with me, see maybe if some one-to-one work around this topic would be beneficial, which, you know, most times, nine times out of ten, my private clients, this is one of the things we're working on. Go ahead and apply at the link down below. Have an amazing week. And as always, I will chat with you next Tuesday.